besides the screen you spent most of your time staring at this week, chances are you are also captivated by a big screen video installation. From billboards to scoreboards, we inform and entertain audiences with our big screen solutions. Visit bigscreenvideo.com.au to see how BSV can bring your space to life. Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Time to get into the octagon with the UFC 274 happening this Sunday, headlined by a lightweight matchup between Charles Oliveira and Justin Gaethje. Uh, joining us today to talk about the fight cards this weekend, uh, coming up is uh, former kickboxing champion, of course, uh, the man we go to all the time, like Lightning, uh, Mike, and go uh, when we want to find out what's uh, happening in uh, the UFC world in particular. But uh, this time uh, we're going slightly different in terms of where Mike is. We're going to Shanghai. Uh, Mike is uh, there waiting for us uh, after enduring about 50-plus lock days of uh, lockdown uh, that we really haven't experienced in this country. Mike, good morning to you. Yeah, good morning. Yeah, 50-odd days and, uh, and counting, but, you know, it is what it is. We've just got to get on with it and... Uh and uh, hopefully it uh, comes to an end sometime this century. <laughs> yeah, that would be nice. Uh, and how? I mean, how tough is it compared to like uh, the the lockdowns you experienced back here at home? Well, um, I mean, New Zealand is regarded as having a pretty strict policy, but uh, the Chinese policy is is, is more strict. Um, but it's a, it's a legitimate lockdown where you you're in your room, you're not to leave your house. Um, you know, uh, and um, up until recently, you couldn't even leave your room in the apartment building that you're, you're staying in. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's it's certainly tough, but it's not something I'd uh, I'd recommend. Um, you know, as, as uh, shits and giggles, so to speak, it's definitely uh, definitely not something you enjoy. Okay, let's uh, look at the reason you're there, Mike, because uh, of course uh, you're over there as what, the head striking coach for the UFC Performance Institute of Shanghai. What does that entail when you can do it? Um, oh, look, in a nutshell, uh, China's obviously seen as a, um, as a big market for the, for the UFC, and the Performance Institute is, is based around developing uh, uh, and harnessing the, the talent of local Chinese uh, fighters, developing and bringing it up to, to UFC level. Obviously, with the uh, with the goal of eventually having um, UFC champions coming out of China, um, so yeah, uh, definitely a, a, a bit different for me. Um, you're doing a lot through translation, um, but uh, I've only had uh, four days um, where where I was out um, very briefly after quarantine, and then we were locked down. So. Um, you know, looking forward to being able to do that uh, at some stage, hopefully sooner rather than later. Let's uh, look at the fights coming up uh, on 274 this weekend, which I would imagine will attract a lot of uh, your attention as well as many back here in New Zealand. Um, and perhaps the three main bouts as uh, we've uh, isolated them. Uh, Michael Chandler, Tony Ferguson. Yeah, well, look, that's a, that's a very interesting fight. Um, you know, Ferguson's uh, coming off uh, two losses in a row and a pretty vicious loss to Justin Gaethje where Gaethje just beat him to the punch constantly and, and basically stopped him um, through consecutive power shots. What we saw from Ferguson there was um, a great chin, but, uh, you know, a, a question as to 
whether he could match it um, with you know high high caliber strikers. He's got a very similar guy in Michael Chandler, um, who who's full of explosive power and speed, particularly early. Um, perhaps the difference between uh, Chandler. Uh, and and Gaethje is that Gaethje uh, carries his power deep. Um, we've yet to see uh, Chandler, you know, grind that out over, um, you know, over three to five rounds. So uh, Ferguson, we know he's very very tough, and we, he's also got a very good submission game. Um, so you know, Chandler needs to be uh, very cautious with his energy. Uh, not pull all his eggs in one basket and try and blast them out of there in a in a single round um, because uh, Ferguson is is uh, is durable and he does have a lot of different ways to finish. The other thing with Ferguson is, although he's very unorthodox, he he, he can punch. He can punch pretty hard. He even managed to drop Gaethje. So uh, interesting fight. Chandler's probably favoured in that in that one, um, but uh, you know clearly, uh, I think the UFC having invested in getting uh, Chandler uh, across from, from Bellator, um, you know, would want to see more explosive, exciting fights out of him. The co-main event uh, features uh, a couple of ladies in, uh, it's a rematch, uh, eight years in the making, Rose Namajunas and Carla Esparza for the women's strawweight strap, uh, two seemingly in completely different place career and school-wise since their first meeting. Um, which way do you see this one going? Look, it's uh, it is a very very different fight. Rose Namajunas was completely green, um, you know, when they fought. She uh, gassed herself by, you know, trying to trying to step up too early, trying to finish the girl too early, and Esparza is particularly tough. And it was just a case of Esparza uh, wearing her down, or, or Rose really, um, you know, uh, emptying her tank early. And then Esparza just came on strong. I think, uh, you know, it, it's a big ask now. Rose Namajunas has gone on as a fighter and become, uh, you know, uh, elite of elite level. You see, she's, uh, she's been five rounds in, in the match against Wei Li, um, and that was five pretty torrid rounds. Um, she, you know, she's been five rounds against uh, Joanna Jacek. So, you know, stamina won't be a problem for her now. Also, with Trevor Whitman in her corner, um, for, for many years now, he's one of the elite striking coaches in the world. Um, so I, I expect Rose uh, will be very, very well prepared. Esparza, um, look, she um, is the smaller of the two two women. Um, she still has that grinding wrestler's game, but she will have needed to add a lot more to to her game to ensure that uh, Namakunis doesn't beat her up on the outside. And the other factor will be Namakunis' ground game has improved as well. Her get-up game, her, her ability to wrestle, all those aspects. So, you know, it's, it's a tough fight. It's an intriguing fight. If Namakunis wins this, it's a little bit like, uh, you know, Shevchenko in the um, division above in that there's, there's not many women... Um, who can really match it with her. So, uh, you know, interesting fight. Uh, I think Nama rightly the favourite in that one. Mike, have we got any New Zealand women on the cusp of UFC? Um, at, at this stage, uh, we've, uh, we've, we've got a couple on, on the cusp of international level, um, but still really, you know, developing there. Um, you know, there, there's a few younger ones coming through, uh, City Kickboxing, 
Uh, Michelle Montague is over in the States at the moment, uh, continuing to develop her game. Uh, she, of course, was an was a uh, EFMA uh, world world gold medalist or world champion at, at amateur level. Um, so you know, there, there's people who are on the way up, um, but but no one really, uh, you know, about to get signed. Okay, let's look at uh, the the other main event, of course, which is uh, a lightweight uh, affair between Charles Oliveira. Uh, and Justin Gaithje promises to be uh, a real barn burner with uh, both proven uh, elite athletes. Uh, Charles, uh, perhaps uh, more paths to victory than, than Gaithje, would you agree? How, how do you see this one going? Well, look, it's a, it's a fascinating fight. Um, Oliveira, he has always been world-class with his submissions. Um, he's got a huge number of stoppages um, from... Very, very opportunistic submissions, um, but that's because he knows how to put you away with it, with, with those. Um, we saw against Poirier, he, he got the back through a mistake from Poirier, and he put him away really, really quickly. He's not a guy who you want on your back. Um, he's got a, got a great variety of subs. Um, so for Gaethje, I think this is very much about not making a mistake, because a momentary mistake with this guy can mean he snatched up your neck and you're asleep. Um, you know, it's going to be about, um, you know, good scrambles from, from Gaethje, um, not just defending the first takedown, um, you know, scrambling well, not giving up his back and being very, very aware of any position he puts himself in. Oliveira's uh, striking's improved out of sight. He's still a little bit slow when he starts off, um, and that somewhere where, where Gaethje comes off strong. Gaethje, of course, coming off a victory against Michael Chandler, who we talked about early, um, and that was an absolute war between two power punches. Um, I think Gaethje's stamina is very good. Again, he has Trevor Whitman as his coach, um, so he'll have prepared a, a, a very, very comprehensive uh, striking strategy, and uh, that's Gaethje's best path to victory. He's a very good wrestler. He's a very good defensive wrestler. And he's going to need all of that to keep Oliveira off. I think for the division, it's good if Oliveira, um, you know, ends up coming out potentially on, on top. And, and that's just because um, it, it keeps the the mystique alive, if you like, about um, about Habib Nurmagomedov. Obviously, uh, Gaethje lost that fight. Um, but it'll be, it'll be nice, I guess, from a branding point of view to have Oliveira coming through as a guy who, who's sort of not blemished by the by the ghost of Habib, and it probably leaves the uh, you know the uh, Makachev fight um, if he comes out victorious is a is a really spicy option marketing wise. But fascinating fight, um, you know Gaethje's in there with more than a puncher's chance. Um, but again, Oliveira, um, you know I think a, a, a worthy favourite in this one. But by no means is, is that fight um, an easy one to pick. Um, Mike, just uh, before we let you go, what about the prospects of New Zealanders in action? I see um, 275 UFC 275, which is actually in Singapore next month. Uh, Blood Diamond has a chance against uh, Orion Kosky. He's signed to fight him. Uh, this was a fight that was going to fight, I think, a fighter he was going to fight originally. And he needs to win this one, having lost the first time round. Yeah, well, there's a lot riding on this one for, for Bloods. He made a mistake in his first fight um, against a very, very strong wrestler and a, and a good submission fighter. Um, obviously, he will have learnt from that. 
Um, and he, again, he's, he's up against a guy who is a very good wrestler who will try and take him down. Uh, you know, who will look for a ground and pound or will look for the submission. So it's a classic uh, striker versus grappler kind of matchup. Um, and Blood Diamond really needs to show, you know, that uh, his uh, takedown defence and his get up game is, is up to UFC standards. So, you know, um, I know that he'll be feeling that. And, um, you know, he will uh, absolutely be uh, leaving no stone unturned in the gym. Um, and knowing Eugene, uh, that will be a pretty hellish preparation. So, um, you know, looking forward to, to seeing how he reacts to that. Because he's uh, you know, a very good wrestler. Uh, his striking is rudimentary, but, um, but you know, he, he's a guy who definitely presents a danger. And uh, just finally, when we can, can we expect Mike Ango Mike back on New Zealand shores? Um, yeah, look, uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm over here for a couple of years, um, but uh, you know, the visits back to New Zealand at, at the moment uh, every six months or so. Um, you know, depending on how this lockdown rolls out, obviously, um, you know, you, you never know how long it's going to go on, and that may mean. Uh, an earlier holiday home uh, while they sort it out. But, uh, but yeah, I'm over here for a couple of years. So um, be fascinating uh, while I'm here to just uh, learn more about the culture um, and obviously develop some, some great athletes and um, eventually bring some of that coaching experience back to New Zealand. Good on you, Mike. Absolutely brilliant to catch up with you. Uh, look after yourself over there and uh, be nice to see you home at some stage. Thank you for your time. Yeah, cheers, buddy. See you, boys. Cheers. Yeah, cheers. Uh, thank you very much, uh, Lightning Mike Angove there. Uh, what an exciting prospect there uh, and, and, and a nice uh, a nice job he's, he's got in line there, but uh, he has uh, opportunities to do it are pretty tough. They are in serious lockdown. Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.